to another episode of the Beginning Spanish Podcast. I'm Dr. Todd Mack from Hillsdale College, and today I'll be talking about direct object, reflexive, and indirect object pronouns. Okay, yesterday I talked about uh, pronouns a bit, and today I want to talk more about pronouns. So um, the area where I see my students uh, struggling a lot is with these um, direct object, reflexive, and indirect object pronouns. And I'm seeing just lots of uh, guessing. And so I want, uh, there comes a time in every student's life where they have to decide, am I just going to be a guesser or am I going to actually try to understand what's going on? And today I want to try to help you understand what's going on. So let's talk about direct object pronouns. The first thing you need to understand if you want to understand direct object pronouns is what is a direct object? Uh, the most common definition of a direct object is the thing that receives the action of the verb. Now, for some people, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, in my mind, it never really has. Um, it's hard for me to visualize that. Uh, but the way that I think about a direct object is it is the thing that is verbed. So it's the thing that is eaten, the thing that is, uh, the thing that is, um, I don't know, the thing that is seen, the thing that is hit, the thing that is hated, the thing that is loved, the thing that is verbed, uh, that's the direct object in the sentence. And in Spanish, it's really important that you can identify a direct object. Um, unless you have just a perfect ear and you can always remember uh, what, e what people have said and think, oh, uh, well, this is just what people say, so I'm just going to say it right because I know exactly what people say. That The, the reason why... Um, it's hard to teach Spanish just by saying do what sounds right, like like what children do, is that it's hard for a student in Hillsdale, Michigan, to have enough exposure to Spanish uh, to make that work. And so we teach grammar as a way, like a shortcut, so that I don't have to have heard something a million times. If I understand the underlying principles behind it, then I can say it correctly. So in that that's the case for most of most of my students. I would I would venture to say for a lot of students uh, across the country, um, and across the world. And so it, it's in your best interest to say, okay, I need to be able to identify not everything. You don't have to be a, a grammar ninja, but you do need to understand what's a verb, what's the subject of a verb, what's a direct object, what's an indirect object. You need to be able to do that uh, in Spanish pretty easily. Um, so the direct object is the thing that is verbed, and a direct object pronoun is going to take the place of the direct object in a sentence. So if I say uh, something like, I eat cake, and the question is, what's the direct object in that sentence? Well, first of all, I need to find a verb, and the verb is eat. And so then I say, who or what is eaten? And the answer is cake. Cake is eaten. So cake is my direct object. Now, if I wanted to replace cake with a pronoun, I would say I eat it. It would be the pronoun in English that would take the place of cake. Now, uh, in, uh, in English, if we were going to do direct object pronouns, we would say him, her, it, uh, us, Right? I eat us, I eat him, I eat her, I eat it, I eat us. Uh, I mean, I eat, I don't know what it would be, I, me. Sorry, if I do a tree, 
like we did yesterday. So line down the middle, two horizontal lines across. Uh, top left is going to be me. Uh, he hits me. Uh, we hit you. Uh, it or him or her would be the pronouns down in the bottom left. Uh, us would be top right. Middle right would be you. And bottom right would be uh, them. Them. Um, in Spanish, the direct object pronouns are me, te, lo, and la. So these are all the singular. And then the plurals are nos, os, and los, or las. So if I want to replace, uh, if I want to say I eat cake in Spanish, I would say uh, como pastel. And if I want to replace pastel, then I have to think, okay, it's the direct object. Who or what is eaten? Cake. What is cake? It's singular, and it's masculine. <coughs> and it's not me, and it's not you. So it's going to be lo. So I would have como lo. And then in, in, in Spanish, there are some rules. So rule number one says if you have a pronoun you and you don't know where to put it, so do you put it before, do you put it after, where do you put it in the sentence? Rule number one says put it before a conjugated verb. And I only have one conjugated verb here, which is como. And so I'm going to say lo como. Uh, if I were going to say I eat cookies, then I'll say, okay, uh, como galletas. Galletas, that's plural and feminine. And so I'm going to use las, and I would say las como. And again, it goes out in front of the conjugated verb. You can't say como las, all right? Unless you're saying como las galletas. In that case, it's not a pronoun. Uh, it's an article, las. This is the pronoun las, okay? So that's direct object pronouns. Now, what's a reflexive pronoun? So a reflexive pronoun and a, a reflexive sentence is a sentence in which the subject and the direct object are the same thing. So the thing that is verbing, that would be the subject, and the thing that is verbed, that would be the direct object. They're the same thing. So if I say, I wash myself, well, the verb is wash. And who or what is washing? Me. And what do I wash? Me. The, uh, am I the same as myself? Yes. Then that's a reflexive verb. So a reflexive verb is where the subject and the direct object are the same thing. And so we have reflexive pronouns that we use with those. And they are me, te, and say in the singular, and nos, os, and say in the plural. So you'll notice that the only difference between the reflexive pronouns and the direct object pronouns is down in the third person singular and plural. We use say for both of these. So if I want to say I wash myself, I would say uh, yo me lavo, meaning to me, I wash, or me, I wash. Uh, te would be uh, to te lavas, okay? Uh, but that's what reflexive verbs are where the subject and the direct object are the same thing. And if, it's a, if the verb is reflexive, then the pronoun that you're going to use in the third person is say. But you'll only ever use say if you're, if you're in the third person. You, won't, you can't use say when you're talking about yourself. You have to use me or te if you're talking about you or nos if you're talking about us or, vos if, or os if you're talking about vosotros. Uh, and then finally, we have indirect object pronouns. Now, the indirect object is the thing that receives the direct object. So the thing that receives the thing that is verbed. So 
um, I might say something like, I give or I uh, send a letter. Who or what is sent? The letter. That's the direct object. Now, what if I say, I send the letter to you? Then that's the, uh, that's the indirect object. You are the indirect object because you're receiving the letter. Uh, indirect objects are, um, are accompanied with a or para uh, in Spanish. And, um, and they're indicated in, in pronouns with me, te, nos, and os, the same as the direct object and the reflexive pronouns, me, te, nos, and os. But down at the bottom, in the singular, it's le, and in the plural, it's les. So le would be to him, to her, to it. Les would be to them or to you, plural. And, uh, and le would be to him, to her, to it, or to you, usted. Um, and so these are the these are the indirect object pronouns. You'll only have an indirect object pronoun in one of uh, a, a few cases. Case number one, if you have a direct object. So I write the letter to you. To you, you are the uh, you are the indirect object. So I would say te escribo una carta, or ellos nos dan galletas. They give cookies to us. When you say to us, to me, to him, to her, for me, for you, those are all indicators of uh, of indirect object. And um, and and that's how indirect objects work uh, in, in the case of using them with a direct object. Now you can also use an indirect object in the case of. Um, these what we call verbs like gustar. So gustar is obviously the the easiest example of this, but there are lots of verbs like gustar, like encantar, or fascinar, or sorprender. These are often, if you see them in the infinitive, it will say like gustarle a something, or fascinarle, sorprenderle a alguien. Um, and these are verbs that they actually have a direct object, but no or and and they have an indirect object but no direct object and it's kind of a mystery of uh of linguistics as to how this is the case because an indirect object by definition has to have a direct object but in a sentence like gustar if I say uh, me gustan las galletas uh me in that case is uh i am the indirect object um and we know that because you don't say lo gustan las galletas you say le gustan las galletas uh, which would mean to him, they please the cookies, or to him the cookies please. Um, so we use an indirect object pronoun always with the verb gustar and with other verbs that work like it. That's the second case in which we use them. And the third case that we talked about yesterday or today in class or yesterday in class was um, we use indirect object pronouns when we're using when we're doing the accidental say. So accidental say is where instead of saying I lost my uh, my glasses, I would say uh, my glasses lost themselves, and uh, it's a way of kind of uh, pushing off um, uh, responsibility uh, because you're changing the sentence. So instead of saying I lost, in which case I would be the subject, lost would be the verb. Uh, you actually make the verb reflexive and say the glasses lost themselves. Las gafas se perdieron. Um, or the milk ran out. You wouldn't say, I finished off the milk. You would say, oh, the milk ran out. 
la leche se acabó. And then if you want to indicate that somebody is being negatively impacted by that, uh, then you use an indirect object. So you would say, la leche se me acabó, or la, el cumpleaños se le olvidó. So those would be the three cases in which you'll use the indirect object uh, pronoun, le, would be if you're, um, if you're using it in conjunction with a direct object, so somebody's actually receiving, clearly receiving a direct object. Two would be in the case of verbs like gustar, uh, gustar, encantar, fascinar, sorprender, etc. And the third case would be with the accidental say. That's where you use, you'll use indirect object. I'm sure I'll have other opportunities to talk about um, pronouns. But I think that's enough for today. for now. Thanks for listening. If you find this show helpful, I encourage you to go to anchor.fm slash beginning Spanish for a full list of episodes and to support the show financially. Don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app of choice and please recommend uh, the show to your friends. Feel free to reach out with questions or feedback by finding me on Twitter at Todd K. Mac or emailing me at tmac at hillsdale.edu. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might also like my other shows. This semester I have one on philosophy and fiction in modern Spain and one on the hero's journey in masterpieces of film. Until next time, so long. Thank you.